Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are broadcasting live is this two weeks in a row, or did we take a week off already? I can't remember. I think we did it last no, week. No, we were here. We did. Yeah, we were here last week. So we two weeks in a row, and Family from the Heart is back. One of the things, Stephanie, that I just recognized is that Family from the Heart is almost old enough to drive on the streets by itself. That's funny. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. Yeah. So I was looking into the archives. Did you know that you and I recorded the pilot episode? And it actually was an aired pilot. The pilot episode, the introduction of Family from the Heart on December 13th, 2007. Did you know? Really? I thought we didn't start this show till January of 2008 well we we created what we did i I can't remember what we said in that first episode but i know that the idea is that we wanted to create what do you i'm looking at your face now so what's going on you got a cringe face on no i was laughing i can't remember anything i've said in any episode let alone some pilot that happened you know so the idea was that we wouldn't launch a podcast talking about our lives as husband and wife and what it's like as parents and sharing our thoughts on our family. And we would just do it in an authentic and transparent way. We had listened in our early marriage to a program called Family from the Heart. And did you ever listen to Family Life? This show. I'm sorry. uh, Focus on the family. That's what it was. Focus on the family with James Dobson. Uh, And that was in the early part of our our marriage. And did you listen to Family Life today as well? Or is that just me that did that? That was Dennis and Barbara Rainey. Yeah, I don't think I ever listened to to that on any consistent basis. I didn't listen to it on a consistent basis. I found it incredibly boring. And <laughs> and 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 slightly prudish. But anyway, what I thought is like okay, there's all this broadcasting out there about what it's like to be a family and have faith and all this other stuff and it, it just seems like there's nothing out there that truly resonates with how you and I are experiencing life as a, as a married couple on a daily basis. There are very, well, there actually, there was nothing out there that expressed what it was like to, to have our kind of relationship. And so I thought, wouldn't it be great if we had a podcast, but it'd be nice to, you know, have it as a sponsor. Because in dis- if, if I think about this, this is December 13th, 2007, when, that, when episode 001 of this podcast was introduced, we were two weeks away from me being full-time self-employed. So it was, we were in the final two weeks of me working as an insurance agent in my mom and dad's insurance office. And the idea was, it'd be great if we could find a sponsor to sponsor this show 
And once we get a sponsor to sponsor this show, then we would we would go forward with it. So in a in a way, and of course, this is this very well may be revisionist history because maybe just maybe we had the sponsor ahead of time and recorded the first episode as an intro and say our sponsorship's going to start in January. I don't remember how it happened. Do you have any is 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 any of this ringing a bell for you at all? Absolutely nothing. All right. Well, maybe sometime I don't know if you'd be interested. Maybe we could go back to episode 1 and it's just titled Introduction, Family from the Heart Introduction. And I wonder what we said back then. Nothing. I get silence from Stephanie. I just <laughs> She has no interest in I doing this very, whatsoever. Yeah. And you know that I I cannot listen to my own voice back. It is incredibly painful for me. And um so I don't see myself ever wanting to go back and hey, you want to transcribe it and send me the transcript? I'll read it. <laughs> but I do not want to listen to myself back. All right. Well, anyway, I do know this. In January, it was actually January 8th, 2008. So just a couple weeks later, we officially launched Family from the Heart. And from episode one, this podcast had a sponsor. Or I'm sorry, from episode two, that first official, hey, we're now ready to roll. We're going to be here on a weekly basis kind of deal. We had a sponsor from the get-go, and that was Mardell Christian Bookstore. And I think they were a sponsor for, I, I, if it was it five years? It was a long time. Yeah. I, I don't remember the exact. Um, but, I mean, that would sound right because that would be an ending, like, right around when we moved here. Yep. If it started in 2008 and ran for, like, it would have been ending um, right around the year before we moved into this house. So... I mean, that sounds right, but and I, do, I really, I don't. I remember the reason why the sponsorship ended, and it was our decision. It wasn't that something that they were wanting to pull back from, but um, there was new management in the department that was responsible for paying for our sponsorship. They were getting incredible results from us, but they wanted to start to micromanage how we were doing promo codes and all this other stuff, and they wanted to change the promo code per every month. So, so every month there would be a different promo code for our audience, and and that would actually mean that old promo codes from our archived archived episodes, which were very active at the time, would not work. And I said, right. I, I we can't have that. It's like if we we tell our audience that. Our, you know, we have a relationship and they're going to get 10% off and they go and use that promo code and that promo code doesn't happen or doesn't work, then they're going to be like, what the heck's going on here? And so uh, we just we just got to the place where it's it we just we ended the the sponsorship relationship. We don't want to be micromanaged. We did not <laughs> want to be micromanaged. That's quite frankly. We don't micromanage ourselves. Why would we let someone else do it? Yeah. So, yeah, fam- Family from the Heart has been around 16 years now, Stephanie. 16 insane. years. And what's crazy it is, really this, is crazy. this show has been around and uh, 
after we moved here in our home that we live in today, not much longer after that, we kind of just stopped producing content. And we would show up with an episode every now and then and say, hey, we're back and we're going to start recording regular content again. And we would do that for two or three episodes and then we'd be back, you know, we'd be radio silent again for a while. And it just simply came down to the fact that, you know, this content did not have the same prioritization in, let's just say, the business priorities of what we were doing for our business. When we first started our online venture, content creation was number one priority. It's like, hey, we're going to make a living by getting behind a microphone and talking, and we're going to have advertising and sponsors and, and, you know, premium membership for premium content. And basically, that's how we're going to make our living. And that was our original business model in January 2008. And it was that model for about two or three years. But then it became clear that my coaching and consulting had eclipsed the income that we were making. I was making exponentially more money in exponentially less amount of time from coaching and consulting. At the time, that coaching and consulting was mostly around technical aspects related to podcasting, but quite frankly, it, it has always been around business mindset and just personal and professional development because I had to help people overcome their limiting beliefs about their willingness or their worthiness to have a message and have people listen and 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 to put calls to action to grow their businesses because that's what they wanted to create and stuff like that. But um, over time, it, it just like, okay, we're making this amount of money from content creation. We're making this amount of money from content, from con- coaching and consulting. If I freed up some of the time from content creation, I could even increase what we've got going on financially over here. The other thing that's interesting to note about our history of family from the heart is that we had become completely debt-free except for our mortgage in February of 2007. And so when we were full-time self-employed in January 2008, the only debt we had was our mortgage and then we just had our monthly expenses. And this podcast, Family from the Heart, for five years, paid our mortgage. So that's a little history about Family from the Heart. What's on your mind as I recount any of that stuff over over the beginning of and the origin of Family from the Heart from 16 years ago? That... When you said that, like, when we moved into this house and we would record a couple and then we went, like, that's not the way I remember it, but, um, but my memory could be flawed. That's, that's fine. Um, so you're saying, but we, I you know, we, we moved here, regularly? we were still doing, when we moved here in 2014, we were still recording regularly. Um, and, I know this because my Facebook memories is telling me so. <laughs> and um and then in 2015 you were still doing podcast A to Z which um you were already disliking very much. 
and it was a big um, chore to do it for those, what were they, six weeks at a time? Yes. And, um, and, but 2015 is the year that Ken Davis challenged you in your physical health. So the only work you were doing was on your physical health and podcasting A to Z. Everything else that year fell to the wayside. You were working out and you were doing A to Z and nothing else. Yeah. And so that's probably 2015 is probably the year that we first started getting sporadic because all days were committed to um, those two things. And then in the summer of 15 is the year we went to Europe and that might be our, the first year that we did a summer hiatus, but I'm not certain. But I know for me, in the, when we first moved here and our kids were moving into high well, our oldest two were moving into high school and, and McKenna, our youngest, had picked up this um, school activity, Odyssey of the Mind, that she was loving and um, we were really busy with. And, and so in that, in that season for me, I felt like to sit down every week and talk about you know, my life as, you know, the wife of an entrepreneur and the wife uh, or and the mom of, of, you know, three kids, it was the exact same. It, I mean, all of my weeks were just rinse and repeat, just rinse and repeat. I was doing the same thing on rotation. And I, I so at, at that point, for me, at that point to come, I'm like, I don't have anything new to add. I've learned nothing new this week. I've had, you know, and, and it was also a time where, um, my oldest two didn't want all of their stories spilled. Well, I'm sure even when they were younger, they didn't want all of their stories spilled. But but those teenage years came with a a certain level of grace that I I gave them in what I shared and and how I shared it, and so so that changed for me in how I was how I was showing up for family from the heart and. And so then it did become more sporadic and, and then as they're, you know, graduating high school and, you know, Megan goes to college and Matthew went to work and, um, and we had all of these things, other things going on, we would record every now and again, but so I, I don't remember it just being moving here and, and not wanting to make content. Like there were actual specific for me, there were there were reasons and and specific. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Changes that were happening. Yeah. In- so uh, your your recollection and everything that you're saying, as I hear it, on top of that, I forgot all about you know the the fact that no, it was November November fourteenth, two thousand fourteen when that fitness journey and things worked began to work with uh, Ken Davis. So that would have been November. That would have been five months after we moved here. So that's about the right time frame. And for me, you're right. That, 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 that did become my thing. It's like, listen, I, this is what I want to be my focus. I think I'm going to go way too far to the extreme over here. That way, if I bounce back, I'll bounce back somewhere in the middle. And I had to get very serious about where am I putting my time, effort, and energy. And so everything you just said, to my recollection, is accurate. 
but it also coincides with what I had said previously. So in my mind, it's it, it's like I'm thinking, it's like, what can I do to free up some of my uh, commitments so that I can stay committed to, number one, creating the amount of income that's necessary in the business, but also have all of this extra devoted time to my fitness and health. At the time, I was working out six days a week minimum, and there were times when I would work out between one to three hours a day. Um, so... Yeah, I, I think it coincides. Eventually, we we did slowly taper down. So, but we're here today, and we're back for what I think is either a second or third week in a row, and um, we're doing live streaming once again. So, anyway, I all of that to say that our podcast is turning sixteen, and I think we should make it go get its license so it can drive on its own. Okay. I'm not sure how that will happen. How, how will that work? How does a podcast drive on its own? Well, funny you should say that because what I was thinking is we could go to Eleven Labs, which is an AI tool, and we could train it on your voice and we could train it on my voice. And then there's this. No, that's just not, you can just stop right there. That's not even anything remotely appealing to me. <laughs> Uh, and there, then we could actually go in and there's AI tools that will scan our image and it will our, learn our facial expressions. And then we could have, okay. yeah, it, it, we, we, it would just be AI Cliff and Stephanie on AI family from the heart, family from the AI. Yep. What actually sounds, I know you're just being absurd, but what part of any of what you just said i don't even like to use um chat gpt to write my my facebook post i do i just don't like it so what 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 about using ai to produce this whole show i i'd cut it before i did that yeah well so would i i it was absolutely a joke i understand i know i know but um I it do, wasn't I, a funny one. I, it doesn't have to be funny. I'm just just talking. It. Anyway, we we've got to fill content, babe. That's that's the whole situation here. We got we've been we keeping got a, week. a running list. Well, let's start with our running list. Like I totally have a story that I could tell. That's on. The, okay. I put it on the list. Are you ready? It's now story time with Stephanie. Take it away. You are so obnoxious. Why? Maybe this is why I stopped doing this show with you. I, it's all coming back to me now. It, it really is. It's all coming back. So last weekend, um, obviously McKenna was home for the holiday. And Sunday, or I don't know, Saturday or Sunday, it was after we recorded last week's show. Otherwise, I would have brought it up then. Um, so obviously you just said we've been doing this show for 16 years. We've been podcasting for longer than that because we started in 2005. And uh, McKenna comes home from, from college for the weekend. And she's like, mom, before I go back, can I interview you for a paper I have to write for her folklore class? Sure, not a problem. Um, she's chosen the topic of our ornament exchange that we do with my siblings on my mom's side of my family. And 
and an ornament exchange, how we got the idea from that, how it kind of builds off of a white elephant gift um, concept, and that makes it folklore. So that's why she chose that. And through the course of this, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes that we sit down and she does her interview, she says, I could write a five-page paper or I could do a 30-minute podcast, but I figured I'd rather do the paper. You saying our daughter would uh, our, not like our, to create a podcast? <laughs> Is that the story? How? Yeah. Like, she didn't want to come in and create a 30-minute podcast. We have everything set up. Like, it would be so easy for the two of us to sit down and do a 30-minute podcast, and she would rather write a five-page paper. Yeah. that. Well, yeah, my, she she does like to write, so... Maybe that's just some people have a preference for the written word. I guess. I I, I guess. I was like, really? Like, we could have done this in, in 30 minutes and you wouldn't have to write the paper. It'd be done. We'd, you know, email it to your professor and you'd be finished. And. But yeah, no, she wants to write the paper. Yeah. Okay. How our child chose. To, you know, one of our children would choose to write five pages of a recording for 30 minutes. Really fun. I found really funny. Did you? McKenna is the only of our three children who has not had her own solo podcast. I know. And by solo po- podcast, meaning that the podcast is is theirs. Um, both Megan and Matthew have had their own solo shows where, I mean, I co-hosted with them, but still it was their show. Matthew had Gaming with Matt, and Megan had the original Hannah Montana fan podcast, which then it became The World According to Megan. So, but McKenna... I think I think The World According to Megan should make a comeback. <laughs> that, should we just bring clips and, and, and include just, audio clips from... Start recording her when she's here and just start putting it out <laughs> without her knowledge. Although I think she's listening, so she might have heard that. No, we wouldn't do that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I know McKenna, her her experience when it comes to podcasting was maybe as a baby crying in the background or making noises in the background as we were recording lost podcasts or other entertainment face based podcasts. And she did play, a, she, she featured a couple times in um the my crazy life podcast but uh, i have this podcast you sent to me um still open in my safari um just so i can go back and listen to her baby voice but it is um episode 382 no it's episode 382 of my crazy life a walk with mckenna yeah you sent it to me a very long time ago and i've had it open on my yeah anyway if there's anything that I've ever done in podcasting that I think is probably the most exciting thing is actually audio journaling. So in, in a way, Family from the Heart is, a audio, is an audio journal of, the, of our family life. It, 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 it's very much like that. It's not like we do a ton of topical stuff. Like here's the topic today that we're going to right. Um, yeah. So it, it's kind of like autobiographical. Of, we this tried is, that. It didn't work. No, we did it sometimes, and it did work. It just wasn't our desired format. We did the well, five love it, it languages. Didn't for, it didn't work for us. Yeah. It, like, 
that didn't work for us like ongoing. Yes. That's what I Okay, I gotcha. But yeah, but the five love languages was good. We did one um actually I think we started this show in two thousand eight with a decluttering something or other. Hmm. I don't know. I remember the five threats to marital oneness that we were pulling from the outline of the family life today weekend to remember marriage conference. Yes. Yeah. Fun stuff. All right. I don't remember what those are. So, so, but anyway, but, but Kenneth, by the way, was a part of all three episodes of the podcast called the kids show. The kids show. Yeah. I love that their kid voices are archived. Yes. All right. So I'm looking. Hold on. But I just want to add to that, especially Matthew, because there was, I I have a specific memory of one day he was Matthew. And then one day I knocked on the door and a man answered and so, like, it, there's a very distinct memory of when his voice dropped, and um, and so I, I absolutely love that 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 little boy voice is is archived for for me. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right, so Stephanie, I have the running list of topics that we are keeping in Apple's Notes app, and the first one here that you have written down is how fantastic Megan is. Yeah, I'm going to say, I didn't write that one. I was <laughs> hacked. It was hilarious. I think but she is pretty great. She is awesome. Uh, how, how many days until the wedding? 41. 41 days until the wedding. Yeah, I... um. I keep a lot of calendars. I have my personal... um planner that i use i use google calendar to match appointments with yours or or megan she often creates things and invites me and then they make it into my planner and then i keep a wall calendar which was very helpful when the kids all still lived here but now i just do it because i'm in the habit of it and i love it but um so i have a wall calendar so that anybody can know you know where we are what we're doing it well me not that anyone uses it but me anyway um, I still get called, where are you? But it holds two months at a time. And so this week I changed November to January. And um, and I, I, I wrote in, you know, the, the wedding day. Like, wait, anyway. It's it coming up. Exciting. It's coming. Awesome. So... Uh, we did not talk about this last week, but it seems like super old news now. But talk about what the Holiday Expo is and what. Did we not? I'm pretty sure we did not talk about it last week. Or did we? I don't I don't know, but I, I have a very weird deja vu that I've already talked about it because i talked about you doing recon and how you i don't know where i talked about it at i know we talked about it that's but i thought we talked about i think you're talking very strange well i think you're thinking of when you shared it as a win of the week for uh next level mastermind maybe 
Anyway, I'm going to see if I can find anyway. episode 444. Anyway. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. No, I... <clears throat> it says here, welcome to another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie and I share what we've been working on, uh, various streaming services. We started by discussing The Gilded Age on HBO Max, a show that explores the differences between old money, new money. Next, we discussed uh, the show Lessons in Chemistry. Uh, we also mentioned just finishing a season of Loki. After discussing that, we watched we what we've watched. Uh, we moved on to our Thanksgiving 2023. Stephanie did a lot of cooking preparation. We had a smaller gathering than usual. Okay, Stephanie also provided an update on deep cleaning of our home. So yeah, I left that topic on purpose. Okay, but family Thanksgiving is still on this list too. So are you huh. sure you update anyway? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe you'll get this story twice. Maybe you won't. Who who knows? But we um, we went to a um, holiday expo in our area that is um, small shops and and crafters who come in and have um, have these these booths and sell their their goods. I had applied to have my own booth to sell the wreaths that I make as my, as my hobby, um, my creative outlet. And I didn't, um, just talking with it with Cliff, it was, it was a big commitment to make in a short amount of time with not a lot of information about how it would go. So we decided that this year we would go and we would do, um, recon. Well, Cliff would do recon and I would shop the the actual expo and megan went with us we so stephanie you just lost your audio we lost your connection here so give it just a second to get synced back up try now okay am i back your audio is back your video is still out of sync but i think we're good okay so um i'm not sure where it left off but um Recon, you went to shop. Well, yeah, I shopped and Cliff did recon and um, Megan went with us. We had a very good day. And I think we have the information that we need if it's something we want to move forward with in the future. Um, My hesitancy is that a booth at this expo is very expensive and there's no guarantee that you would even break even. Yeah. Um, So... And there, at least this year, there were at least three other booths that you would be in direct competition for what you're creating and selling. Exactly. Right. So, and I, so I know that this year was, was the right decision to not do it. Um, I, I will, I think I will probably in the new year, look at smaller ones, um, more locally, um, to our specific area and see how that goes but it it was the right call but it was still a fun day it was a fun day the one thing that it definitely opened up for me and i haven't mentioned this to you but as we're walking through this conventions because it's a little convention center that's been built in lawrenceburg um and it is it's pretty nice place it's got free parking it's got a double tree hotel 
it built into the same building. It's only about 10 miles from the Northern Kentucky Cincinnati airport. And I'm thinking, hmm, this might be a place worthy of considering for a future Free the Dream conference or other workshops and conferences that we might consider. I even was you know, peeking my nose into some of the breakout rooms at the top and, and things like that. And uh, it, it might be worthy of investment to see what it costs to reserve rooms there and what, what all's involved in that. I had the same thought last year. Did you? So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, I did. So it, it would be, I, I mean, when I think about it, it's like that is about the aesthetic that I would want as a minimum for Free the Dream Conference. And right. It, 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 having it so close to home, I mean, that's a, what is it, a 15-minute drive from our house? Yeah. So that that would be pretty incredible. I mean, and the to think that it's, you know, free parking for everyone and you you have the hotel right there in this in in that space. Mm-hmm. I I just think it would it could definitely be something down the road for us to consider when if and when uh we bring back the Free the Dream conference. And I think it'll be eventually it'll come back. I agree. All right, what else is on our topic list? So I'm going to mark off how magnificent, what is it? Fantastic, Megan is. That says fantastic. All right, Uh, let's see here. Do we we want to bring up Fords with Matthew, Bella, and Megan? Because this seems like ancient history now, but we didn't talk about it last week. That one I know for a fact I left. Okay, Um, no, it's just I love that our kids are, I mean, obviously we miss McKenna. She is a three hours away at college, but, um, but that our adult children have, have settled here. And so we were going to dinner and I don't even remember how everyone, I guess they were here and we were all hungry. And so we were just like, well, we'll all go to the same place rather than, you know, um, I absolutely love that. I have adult children that I like spending time with. And, um, and obviously uh, Megan was, um, solo that night because Jacob was at work, but Bella was with Matthew and, you know, my kids have chosen well in their significant others. And so we, we had a, (laughs) we had a really good time. Yep. That's all. It was a very good time. And one of the things that I love, of course, McKenna wasn't home for this one. But what I do love is that not only do we love hanging out with our kids, but I love that our kids love hanging out with each other as well. That's that's another key yes. thing here is is that that's the case. So awesome. All right, moving on. Let's go through and give some TV updates. We finished lessons in chemistry. Uh, what are your thoughts on lessons in chemistry now that we've seen the entire miniseries on Apple TV Plus? I really enjoyed it. Um, I will probably read the book sometime in the future, but my current library is is packed full. Um, my Kindle library is full right now. So, um, but I, I love that from the get-go, the story took a turn that you didn't see coming and that while you were getting, you thought you were going to get one story, you got three others 
in um, instead. And I thought it was fantastic. Um, what's her name? Breed Larson was I made for that role. It, it, I mean, she was, I thought she was perfection playing that part. Um, and the little girl um, who played mad was so cute. And so, I mean, just great. She held her own as an actress with all of these, these adults that she was, that she was working with. Um, I love the aspects of, um, of the story where you know, the, the whole small world aspects where there are connections that you don't know that were connections were there. And um, anyway, I, it, excellent storytelling. I, I'm looking forward to reading the book in the future. Um, I'll probably make it one of my 2024 reads. Um, and, and then comparing how, how they brought the book to life. Nice. Well, I definitely enjoyed watching the entire series as well. I'm glad it's not a multi-season thing. I don't think that I, it would, it would have held my attention for multi-seasons kind of like a marvelous Miss Maisel or something of that nature. But knowing that it was just a short series that I think there were eight episodes, um, it, every episode was compelling enough for me to want to continue on to the next episodes. I do, I did enjoy the story overall. Uh, there were several spots that seemed a little bit slower for me and didn't hold my attention as much. But overall, I found the story fantastic, and just the way that it brings in that part of history was amazing. So I, I loved it. And one of the things, one of my favorite characters in the book, or in the book, in the show, is this dog that they call 630. And you have to watch the show to find out why the dog is called 630. And another uh, one of another one of my favorite characters in he's just a supporting actor in the show overall but it's uh played by Kevin Sussman which I would have never known Kevin Sussman's name as an actor and it had nothing to do with this movie had I not been reading about the book that tells the entire story of the Big Bang theory but Kevin Sussman is the guy who played Stuart the comic store comic book store owner in the Big Bang theory but he plays, I think, a really awesome role in this uh, the Lessons in Chemistry show. So I, I, I say it is definitely worth watching. I, it, was, it was incredible. And um, I will tell you that episode three is probably one of the saddest episodes of television I've ever watched. And um, if you watch it and want to know why, reach out. Stephanie at stephanieravenscraft.com and I will tell you but I don't want to spoil anything more than saying that but I was so emotionally moved um and and near tears through that entire episode um and and you're right he was fantastic now I've seen him in Big Bang and um Ugly Betty um, and then now this, and I, I love that he plays kind of like the same little, you know, um, mumbling, fumbling 
character wherever he goes, but he's just, he's fantastic. And he was perfect in that role and a great support to her character. Um, so I, I'm, I'm so glad we watched it. It was just, how did it, it was an ad that came up on my Instagram um, feed one day and I was like, well, that looks, that looks good. I'll try that. And so that's, it was worth it. Awesome. All right. So next up I have the Gilded Age. We are up to date currently on the Gilded Age. A little thing here. One of the things that we talked about in our episode last week, we mentioned that it was like the early 1900s, uh, New York City, but it's actually, I think it was closer actually- to the 1850s or, or 1890s, or I think is what it is. It, so it's yeah. It's, I was mixing it up with the beginning of Downton, so <laughs> because yeah, um, because Downton starts in the early nineteen, right? Like it it starts with the sinking of the Titanic, if I remember sinking, correctly. Right. So I it whatever, does. Whatever and year that was. I was trying to yeah. Um, but uh, so anyway, so I mixed it up with that and and I knew that I did. But I love this little piece that they shared in the last episode um, with the building of the Brooklyn Brooklyn Bridge. And so they just put this little this little spin on it. And then I'm like, well, is that true or is that just what they're putting in it? And I think it's just what they put in the story. But I was because I didn't find anything um well, if you're interested, I happen to be oh. right in that particular part of the official Gilded Age podcast. So right okay. within the first 15 minutes, the answer to that question would be answered if you wanted to listen to that with me sometime. So I am now complete. I, I, might- I only have uh, 39 minutes left in the official Gilded Age podcast the, for the most recent. So that's season two, episode five. Close Enough to Touch was the top title of the episode. And it's talking about how that storyline got written into the show and, and what reality is behind it. Okay, I would listen. To, I don't know if I'm interested in listening to the whole episode right now, but I will listen to that part when we go to lunch, when we finish. Sounds great. Awesome. So. But I don't want to talk too much about... The specifics, because we don't want to give spoilers of where right. things are in the Gilded Age, just in case you haven't started the show yet, still definitely want to highly recommend it. And uh, they touched on some unique uh, situations that uh, are lots of fun. It's, it's just that um, the storytelling continues to be incredibly compelling. There's a lot of ties to real history. You get to people, they're bringing more and more characters, and they did this in season one as well, but real historical figures are actually showing up, mm-hmm. like, as, you know, in, into the storyline. And, of course, most all of the main characters in the show are based upon real figures for from history and what I'm life, loving right. about, by the, and, and this is the big key thing that I want to, I want to promote for anybody who is into the Gilded Age, if you're actually enjoying it, I do recommend the official podcast because you do get to learn so much more. Um, I'll give one little thing. It's definitely not a spoiler, but there was an episode 
um, I think it was the episode before this one, and somebody is stepping off of a train. But they're literally not stepping off of a train. It was visual effects, and they're literally stepping on off, off of a platform in front of a green screen. And the people who are doing the interviews for this podcast, they're like, there's no way they weren't actually physically stepping off of a train. And it, it, it's, it was that stunning. Another thing that I learned, because sometimes they, in episode season two, episode one of the official podcast, they actually interviewed Julian Fellows, which is great. And then... Uh, for subsequent episodes, every episode they kind of do a recap of what the show, ha- what happened in that episode. But then they have an interview with usually two people, one or two people, and it's it's cast or directors or visual effects and and stuff like that. So it is fascinating, and it and, and it does. What I love about the recap is the the show is being hosted by somebody who's like. Uh, is a is into historical documentation of New York City, so he's an expert in that, and so that's the co-host of the show. And anyway, it's fascinating. I love, I like it. I and I love the show. I do love this show. Um, while you were talking, I just had just this um tangent in my head. So, but shows that we shows that we love um and one of those is outlander which is not currently airing but yesterday mckenna um sent me um shared a post with me from instagram build a bear you can now go build a jamie and claire oh my set You can you can go get a build a bear that's jamie and claire that's all i wanted to say i wonder what they do to indicate Jamie and Claire like well um well he's wearing a kilt okay so there's that but they're supposed to have like um certain you can get like certain voice boxes I'll show it to you okay I'd like to see that all right next up we watched the first of the official 60th anniversary celebration uh, episodes of Doctor Who that features David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Is that right? Is that her name? Dr. So. Donna. Anyway, Dr. Stephanie, Donna. What, did, what did you think about this most recent episode of Dr. Who? I thought it was fantastic to have, um, to have them together again. David Tennant is my doctor. And so it was, it was, very enjoyable for me to to sit down. I love the whole um, aspect of trying to figure out why um, the doctor has regenerated to this face again. And um, so, I mean, there are, I don't want to give too much away, but the, the, the way that the way that the doctor and, and Donna are um, interact like that is, if you know, if you know the story of the doctor and Donna, you um, he had to wipe her memory to keep her safe and all of these. So they meet on the street. She has no memory of him, but their interaction is the same. And, um, and, and I loved that. Um, they keeping true to their, to their relationship. Um, the, the people that they brought in, the supporting people that were in it were fantastic. It was, um, 
Doctor Who has a great ability to make the most evil um, aliens the cutest aliens. So there is. (laughs) Now I know I'm giving spoilers. I just don't think I even care. But um, but I, I was I was happy to watch and enjoy Doctor Who again. But it's only because it's those two together. Yeah, so I, I I absolutely enjoyed this particular episode. There are two things that I will share that really stood out to me. And and one is Psychic Paper makes a comeback. And there's a little thing that took me a minute to catch on to. I don't, I don't think I actually caught it during a the minute. episode. A minute? It took you hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had to watch a YouTube recap that, that, in, that hinted me in on, on the joke that was actually being told. But my favorite scene of the entire, and and I'm not going to tell you what it looks like, but the interior of the TARDIS, best interior of the TARDIS console room ever, as far as the main console room. Now, there there is a secondary console room that's got this wood paneling. I actually like that one better. Uh, but as far as like, you know, as the you walk in and you're in the main TARDIS uh, console room, this is hands down by far my favorite uh, console room. Yeah, it, to date. Stephanie Absolutely. Has, and the doctor loved it as well. He did love it. I loved I loved his reaction. Anyway, that so that if you guys haven't heard, Doctor Who is now uh, going to be partnering with Disney, and so Doctor Who, the 60th anniversary special episodes are featuring on Disney Plus. So that's where we watched it. Uh, there's going to be, I think, at least two more of these 60th anniversary specials that are going to come out. Um, I know that Neil Patrick. Neil Patrick Harris is going to feature in one of them. I won't say too much more than that, but I'm excited to see how he interacts in this space. Um, I heard that they're actually planning spinoffs, potentially, like there might be a unit spinoff, and there may be even one one or more other spinoffs from Doctor Who. So how much of that is going to feature on Disney Plus, I don't know. I believe that when once these 60th anniversary special um, episodes are done, these three, when the new season starts next year, uh, I, I, is it Shady Shady Gowick? I, I can't remember this guy's name. I don't know. I I don't know his name well enough to be able to just say it off the top of my tongue yet. But when that comes, I believe for sure that's going to be on Disney Plus. But it's not clear to me yet whether or not the spinoff shows are coming to Disney Plus yet. One of the things that uh, is kind of shocking is the fact that there's a lot of other stuff that's going on in the UK that's being released related to the 60th anniversary special. They have these like Tartar Di- the Tardis Diaries or something. I can't remember what it's called, but all- featuring all sorts of these things with old um, doctors and old companions and stories being told. And they're just short little things, but you can't get them outside of the UK right now. Uh, I, I could find a way to get them if I wanted to, but I just haven't wanted to enough. But 
it is a little disappointing that that there's material out there that diehard fans can't access outside of the UK. Anyway, Doctor Who. Did you know we used to have a Doctor Who fan podcast? It doesn't surprise me. I, at one time, everything we watched had a fan <laughs> podcast. But I mean, we had a dedicated Doctor Who if fan podcast. If we watched podcast. it together, if we watched it together. We lost Stephanie's audio again. She is completely frozen on my end. And we may have to consider future episodes bringing Stephanie in down here into the studio and not patching her in from her uh, distant remote location. She's back. Hi, Directly Stephanie. above you. <laughs> Directly Hi. above me in the same house. All right. So you said if we watched it together and then you froze. Oh, if we watched it together, it had a fan podcast. Yes. That, that, I mean, well, that, not that, everything had a fan because there was a time when we actually said, okay, this is getting ridiculous. Why don't we create um, TV talk with Cliff and Stephanie? And then we started doing like just random shows. Okay, of but that's anything still a podcast. That's but, still that's still a podcast. It did. I didn't okay. say dedicated podcast. I okay. said, but Doctor Who actually had a dedicated it, yeah. fan podcast, though. That's that's what I'm getting at. If I go, let me go into Finder Windows here. I'm going to go into Documents. I think it would be interesting for me to know how many episodes of that show did we do. So. If I go here, and it should be in alphabetical order, so there's Doctor Who. Would you believe that we did nine, no, 20, 20 episodes of the Doctor Who fan podcast? It doesn't surprise me. And by the way, if anybody's interested, I think you might be able to get that at gspn.tv, and let me see if that is one of the archived episodes that I transferred over? And the answer to that question is no. It's lost It's lost into my Dropbox archives only. I do not have a current online version of the Doctor Who fan podcast. But maybe, just maybe one okay. day it'll come back. I think that would be okay. Ah. All right, so we've covered Doctor Who. What is, what's next on the list that you want to give an update on or talk about? Well, I mean, on the on the whole TV thing, we started watching um, The Big Bang Theory. And we're just a couple of episodes into season one. And while I can say it's fine, there are funny parts that, you know... Um, I'm looking forward to getting into later seasons. This this first season, you feel the bumpiness of it this time around, I think, and or I am. And so I'm just really, I know season one is 17 episodes and I just got to get through those 17 episodes and then we can, you know, move on with what I think of when I think of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. What did you think, another thing that we did, so we, we're watching this on Max here in the United States is where we're accessing uh, Bing Bang Theory. We watched the unaired, I think there were seven, seven scenes of the unaired pilot that you can find on YouTube. So we watched those before we watched the first pilot episode from season one. Uh, any thoughts on the differences between the two? Um, it was a good thing they went back to the drawing board. Yeah, 
what they what they put together as the unaired pilot I wouldn't have lasted long. It, it definitely wouldn't have made it 12 seasons. And um, so I like that. But the good the good and funny parts of the script were kept and, and worked in a different way into the actual aired pilot. And um, so to watch how they changed that and how, how it grew and became what it was is um, it, it was fun to have. It was, it was a good um, comparison, but it, I'm so thankful that they went back and, and started fresh because it was, well, not fresh, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they they did they they did refresh most everything. They they changed. I think they changed Sheldon significantly because um, in the unaired pilot, Sheldon. Well, I won't go there. But anyway, in the unaired pilot, there was a different story element of Sheldon that wasn't there before, and um, so I think that was interesting. And let's see here there. Um, and, and yeah, the character, what was her name? The one that's not Penny, but she was, I, she's so, Katie, Katie, Katie. yes. Katie was a terrible character. Not that Penny in the first season is super all that exciting. Penny as a character in later seasons is amazing, but, um, yeah. So I think the biggest difference is that, so you have these, um, four nerds who are just, um, very kind of monotone in their personality, in their interactions with people. And then in the unaired pilot, the character of Katie was just too dark to go with that. And um, so I really think that you needed Penny's sunshine to kind of bring some, bring some lightness in the personality of what was already what was already there. Does that make sense? It does. It, I did not like the idea that the, you know, the character, the original, like Sheldon and um, Leonard were so easily manipulated and taken advantage of by, by somebody. I, I didn't, I didn't like that whole vibe at all. And I think that's what killed the original pilot. And it's shock. It's shocking to know that they actually tried that first. It's like it's like how did how did that even come out of a writing room? And anyway, but yes. Um, what we where are we at now? I think we're on episode six or something like that. Um, we're about to watch the last episode of two thousand seven. So um, before the before the winter hiatus that they would have taken. So maybe seven. Gotcha. And there would have been a strike in the the second half of that, in right? In 2008, there would have been a strike. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So that's Big Bang update. What about uh, any other topics? Do you want to include anything else before we wrap here? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think we're good. I mean, whatever else can can wait. Oh, we got those. Yeah. We're good? Good. Awesome. 
Well, there you go. That's uh, There's been plenty more that's been going on here. This is us just catching up on all the things that uh, we didn't get on the list last time, talking about the fact that this show is 16 years, and we are recording this show live. If you haven't heard, on the internet, broadcasting on my Facebook page over at facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. We're also broadcasting on Stephanie's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft. And last week we mentioned Stephanie's YouTube channel. She actually had two. Um, And we're working on bringing her old YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft over to her main Google account, which is in it. We're, I think we're probably going to have that by next Saturday. So if you haven't done so already, or if you think you're subscribed to Stephanie's YouTube channel, we may have deleted that one, uh, but go over to youtube.com slash Stephanie Ravenscraft and um, subscribe to her YouTube channel. Stephanie, anything else you want to promote here? We, you got um, probably about 20 seconds to promote anything you want. No, I mean, the one thing that I want to promote is bigger and I can't do it in 20 seconds, so it'll have to wait until next week. All right. Well, tune in next week and you'll hear what Stephanie has to promote. Until next time. We encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. And Stephanie encourages you to live your life on purpose.